0: Great to be along with you. You are tuned in to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO Radio, the messenger of good news. Glad to be with you today. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. You can reach me at any time at mark.hawkinson, that's H-A-W-K-I-N-S-O-N, at kfuo.org. Well, this morning, some thoughts and applications concerning Jesus' parable of the lost sheep. Luke tells it this way. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear him, and the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. Okay, so Jesus has an opportunity here to relay to these self-righteous Pharisees, as well as some manifest sinners, perhaps, in the group, a simple but power-filled lesson. He told the parable. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open field and go after the one that is lost until he finds it. So Jesus throws it into their lap for them to consider themselves, namely, what they would do in the same situation. Yes, what man of you? Well, of course they would. They would be a poor shepherd if they would say to themselves, Oh, well, I have ninety-nine sheep. What's one less? I don't need to bother with just one. But a good shepherd would. A good shepherd would bother with just one. Of course, it is no bother. It is done out of a great love. Jesus goes on in the parable, and when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. So this lost sheep is carried home in celebration and triumph. The other sheep were in the fold, but the good shepherd cared enough about just one to go after it. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Not that the shepherd didn't care about the 99. He loved them too. But they were already in the fold. They were okay for now. And here's one that had strayed away. No one knows how far down the crooked and winding paths, hilly at times and easy to get lost, that sheep went. But the care of the shepherd went that far. Indeed, the care of the shepherd for that sheep would take him down any path in order to retrieve his possession. Indeed, the point of joy for the shepherd took place the moment that sheep was found. Jesus said, just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. They're already with Jesus. Sinners, yes, oh yeah, certainly they're sinners, but they're sinners whom Jesus loves, and they're already with Jesus. But if somebody strays outside and away from the flock of followers due to some manifest sin or perhaps even total unbelief, then the shepherd of that flock, the pastor of the church, for example, must go after that one. And he'll do so as the good shepherd Jesus, as his representative here on this earth. He'll do so because that sheep or person may be lost and without faith in Jesus Christ as their Savior, therefore without hope. For the Scripture states, There is none righteous, no not one. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God and are justified freely as a gift. There is no hope at all for any person anywhere outside of a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. So the lost sheep is sought. It could be someone who has fallen into sexual sin or drugs, or just an individual who has become enamored with his own wealth, or somebody who's trusting completely in his works and does not see his need for Jesus. So that person stops coming to church, stops reading their Bible, stops praying, stops, period, regarding anything that is spiritual. Oh, he thinks he's just fine, but he's not. Because he's slipping away from God. He's losing his faith. And really, he is already lost, for he sees no need for Christ. He's in need of true repentance, which consists of contrition or sorrow over sin and faith in Jesus Christ as the only hope for salvation. And you know what? There's a huge urgency about going after that one sheep. Imagine this for a moment. A family is sitting at home on a Friday evening watching television when all of a sudden there's an explosion and the house is on fire. The flames are spreading rapidly. The father yells at his family to get out of the house now before it's too late. And so they rush out as fast as they can. And when they're in the front yard, the father looks at his family and realizes that their youngest son is missing. So he runs back into the house to save him. The rest of the family, hey, they're okay. They're outside on the lawn, waiting with great anxiety, though, not knowing if both the father And the son will be lost when all of a sudden they both emerge. And what a rejoicing they all had together. For that son was lost in the flames and now is saved. He's found. And you know what? Any decent father who loved his son would have done the same thing. And that's the point Jesus is making. What man among you, Jesus said to those Pharisees. Having 100 sheep, if he's lost one, does not leave the 99 in the open country and go after the one that is lost. I'll talk more about the parable of the lost sheep coming up after these messages of interest. You're listening to Moments of Assurance. Did you know that your individual retirement account may make the best gift to KFUO? The IRS now allows individuals 70 and a half or older to transfer their required minimum distribution directly to charity and avoid paying the associated income tax. These gifts can provide regular long-term resources to KFUO. If you have questions about making an IRA gift to KFUO, call me, Mary, at 314 996 We'll send a representative out to help answer your questions and help you establish a legacy of giving to your favorite radio station, Worldwide KFUO. Well, a very pleasant welcome back. This is part two of Moments of Assurance Weekend. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, talking about the parable of the lost sheep, So the point Jesus is making, what man among you, Jesus said, having a hundred sheep, if he's lost one, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost, no matter how dangerous that might be for him. I mean, he himself could be lost. He could be accosted by robbers. He could be stripped and beaten. No matter, his love for that one sheep carries him through until he finds it. The shepherd wants that sheep back in the fold. He wants 100 sheep and not 99. So this parable illustrates the importance of remaining close to Jesus through true repentance and faith, which says to God every day as you arise, Lord, I've sinned, I'm sorry. The gospel comes in and says to the sinner, you are forgiven. You're on your way to heaven. And yet there's a danger that even you who may have been baptized and confirmed and a member of the same congregation for decades, yes, even you and I, could possibly stray. Just like the sheep that strayed in the parable. It's possible to stray out of the fold. There was a commercial that aired on television a few years ago for a hair company, uh, and uh, a hair cream, really. (laughs) And their slogan was, Brill Cream, a little dab will do you. In other words, just a touch of that famous hair cream is all you need to accomplish a well-groomed appearance. So just a little dabbling in sin, just a little sliding away from Christ may not only do you, it may do you in. A famous evangelist was once quoted to have said, The most devastating effect of sin is that by it, we're blinded to it. In other words, when you sin, it doesn't even seem like sin anymore. The church father Augustine once wrote, Sin is a thought, then it's a form, then it's a fascination, and then a fall. Getting away from the word and the sacraments, if you ever do that, puts you in grave danger, me too, because you're going to stop recognizing your need for Christ, and then you're going to start to slip ever so slightly. I once was walking along the top of a place called Fall Creek Falls in Tennessee. I just got a little bit too close to the edge of the falls, and I slipped on a rock. Fortunately, a friend grabbed me just in time before I would have slipped on down to my own death. It's easy to slip away from the fold, to slip away from Christ. When you slip away from his holy word and holy communion, it's easy to slide into even manifest sin indeed sin is a dangerous playmate story is told about a performer who used to demonstrate his power over a boa constrictor keeping the snake's head before him and under the constant control of his eyes he would let it coil around his body to the amazement of onlookers but on one occasion he made the fatal mistake of taking his controlling gaze from the snake before it had entered its hidden cage Thinking that his pet was safely in the cage, he turned to acknowledge the prolonged applause of the audience. The reptile, noting its opportunity, quickly and quietly returned and taking the performer by surprise, coiled itself around his body, this time free of the controlling eye of its master. The spectators, thinking that this was still part of the act, applauded and didn't realize the seriousness of the situation until the agonizing cries of the performer and the cracking of his bones convinced them that he had fallen prey to his pet. And so sinned, petted and played with, and seemingly under the controlling uh, gaze of the sinner will eventually ensnare and crush its victims and drag them into the pit of hell. That's the danger. That's what can happen when you get away from the means the Lord has supplied to keep you close to him. Yes, without straying away from the flock. The truth is, Jesus has never strayed. The scripture says he set his face to go to Jerusalem to suffer and die and rise again for you, so you would too. He once told Jeremiah the prophet, I've loved you with an everlasting love. No, if there's going to be any straying, it's going to be on your part. And I know you don't desire to do that. Well, praise be to God. Through the faith the Lord has given to you in his holy word, you are in the flock. You have not strayed. And you have the good shepherd who will come after you if you do. That's how much he loves you. I wonder how the 99 in your church feel when someone is brought back in true repentance. There are a couple of possible attitudes. One is to thumb their nose down at such a person as though because of their leaving the church or because of their falling into some manifest sin, they're not worthy to be in the fold. And the other attitude I like a lot better, total acceptance. Just like the prodigal son who was so graciously received again by his father, your heavenly father receives the poor in spirit, that is, those who know they are sinners and need a Savior. He receives those who have strayed. Jesus said, I have not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. The Lord calls you and me to true repentance every day so we will not stray away from the one who will never stray away from you. That's for sure. He will never stray. He said, Lo, I'm with you always, even to the close of of the age with you to keep you from straying. Appreciate you being along for the broadcast this blessed day. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I invite you to join me for the regular moments of assurance Monday through Friday over the noontime hour Central Daylight Time, right here on Worldwide KFuo, the Messenger of Good News. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFuo. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid American Coaches, Mid-AmericanCoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.